yeah, here we go again. Uh, welcome, if you're listening or watching the By the Dip podcast, the podcast where we keep it a bean and try to make a little bit of green. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, hit the notica- notification bell. Um, whether you like us or you think we're trash, watch this shit. Talk about this shit. We appreciate it. Um, and as always, if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, also make sure you subscribe and tap that notification bell so you're always tapped in to what we got to say. I'm Big Van Vince. I'm being cleaned out by Vegas. I put my nuts on the table and I regret it right now in the second period. Um, as always, my partner in crime off of a big cat's win. How you doing, Sher? How you doing, big dog? What up, big man? I'm doing great. Love the Florida Panthers. Probably the team to beat right now and the best hockey team in Florida. That's that's what I'm standing on right now. Absolutely. Lightning had a really, really bad loss yesterday Uh, against... Two two back-to-back. What was the first one? Uh, we got clapped by the Panthers, actually. The Panthers actually clapped. Yeah, Yeah, the Panthers clapped the lightning and i was on the lightning um mm-hmm. so was I. I i i thought oof. you know it's funny lightning got clapped like you said nine to two vasilevsky got pulled mm-hmm. and me i thought in my mind that means vasilevsky and the lightning are going to come out strong against the ottawa senators the next day or the next game um turns out they didn't and vasilevsky got shelled again the defense left them hanging out the dry again. And Kucherov, the guy that we were singing his praise last week, last episode, talking about MVP, which we'll talk about later. Um, he didn't do it. Zero shots on goal. Zero. So when sometimes Kucherov is the MVP guy, but sometimes he plays like the big wet coochie. That's my new nickname for him. Because he just didn't show oh. up. He saw. <laughs> He's soft. He didn't show up. And until he plays like an MVP guy, he's Whoa. the big wet coochie. <laughs> Damn. He said he's the big one. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. He called him. Wow. Um, Zero shots on goal, bro. Like well, that you know speaks what? for itself. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A responsible man would come up here and be like, you know what? I said that the bolts were back. I said Kucherov was MVP, and I was wrong. But I'm not a responsible man. I'm a gambler. I'm doubling the fuck down. You know what his his name is? The big pissy stepper, baby, because he don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. Kucherov is going to come back. The bolts are still fucking back. This is classic lightning shit. They don't want to fucking, come on. Hey, if if the lightning aren't going to be that super elite hockey team, then how how are they going to win? Sneaking in, baby. Wild card. Get hot. Fuck everybody. Vast. Take no <laughs> fucking prisoners. Big pissy stepper with the crazy one timer. Or how about fake the one timer? Sauce that bitch over there to motherfucking Stamkos. Bang. Mm, like, what are we talking it. about? What are we talking about? I'm not giving up on the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning because they're fucking champions. I'm not giving up on Kucherov. We're going to talk about the MVP. I like his odds. I might have to put my nuts on the table again and take some Kucherov MVP bets. But I'll save it. But I just want to say, 
the cats are incredible. They look like the team to beat. They have that comeback cats kind of ability that they had like two years ago, but they play way better hockey. Sometimes they still yep. get into that sloppy cat shit where they're just like, yeah, like we could put up six goals right now if we want to. So let's just like dig around. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, which is dangerous. I mean, they won an OT tonight, but they won an OT. Like, you know, exactly. and, and that's, that, that's a big thing, you know, um, winning and losing an OT from like a team standpoint, it's one or two points. So that's not too bad. But from a betting standpoint, like mm-hmm. that's the reason why, like, I'm not really high on the Bruins and it has nothing to do with their record. It's the fact that they've lost an OT a lot this season. Like, I'll look it up once I kick it over to you just to kind of like verify. But like, I want to say that they have something stupid, like 16 or 17 OT losses. Um, Jeez. Right. But the thing is, you get a point for those. So you could still be solid in the standings losing an OT. Um, you know, cause you, you get, you get that point. Um, and so standing wise, they're not a bad team stats wise. They're not, you look at the analytics. I, I want to say they're, they're high up there and like, um, like goals, um, versus and there, you know, they, they got pasta, like they got, yeah. um, Marshawn, like, um, or Marshan, Marshan, you know, Marshan, what I'm talking yeah. About. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Brad, <laughs> our guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, bro, I don't know. I'm I'm still feeling like Cooch Cooch got this shit. Um, but dude, here's my thing. Like like you said, like when we talk about this stuff, when I talk about this stuff, it's from a betting perspective. It's about winning that game. So I get like the Lightning might be doing that thing where they're not really trying, they don't really care, and then boom, they get into the playoffs and they start looking like a completely different team. Do I think they're built like that this year? No, I don't. I really, really don't. I think that this is actually concerning. But at the same time, like we're talking about now and today and tomorrow and like every game matters for this podcast and for us, right? So when we say the Leafs are garbage and people are like, no, you can't say that. They have Austin Matthews. They have Mitch (laughs) Marner. You can't say it. No, we can say that because they do not make you money. They do not win. They and they're not going to win in the in the playoffs. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> it's going to be another first round, maybe a second round exit, depending on who they face. Yeah, it depends on who they face, bro. The, the Leafs, like I said it last podcast, like they don't stand on business, bro. Like the Leafs, no. like like they're not they're not really about it. About it, like Matthews is like, and I fuck with Nylander. I think Nylander is a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have dogs, but I don't know. They just can't put it together. I don't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know it what it is. No sense. Because yeah, when I do think about their roster, I fuck with the guys individually on the roster, but I just don't like how they play together. Or like they, they it's it their goalie. It's the goalie. Yeah. That's what it is. They have them no goalies. Edmonton. They never do. Hit them in Edmonton. I'm like, if you, they mm-hmm. would have had good goaltending, they probably would have got to a finals each. Each mm-hmm. team probably would have got mm-hmm. to a Stanley Cup finals. Like if they had goaltending, like. And not, I don't even think they need like elite goaltending, but they at least need like productive goaltending. Like you know, that's just like constant. Like I, I just, it's, I don't know. They're they're always getting shelled and getting in the shootouts. And I think that's for both teams. Like they're almost a mirror image of not exactly, but as far as like what they've done postseason wise, like it's it's very similar. Like it's first round, second round. 
And they don't, um, I mean, I don't think either team really plays much of defense. You know, yeah, I think they're yeah. just high powered offenses, like kind of like the comeback cats were right. We're like, yeah. yeah, they can drop nine goals on you on any given night. But like, if you start playing some real playoff hockey, they get scared. They don't know what to do. Yeah. And the Leafs, they're just allergic to playoff hockey, bro. Like no matter what happens, you just know, fade the Leafs, fade the Leafs in the playoffs. I'm fading Tampa Bay first round too. I think they're going to shit their pants and piss yeah. down their leg. I don't right. know who they're going to face, but like, God forbid they go up against the Panthers. They're getting swept 4-0. They're going up against like probably the Bruins, and they're winning mm. 4-2. They might beat the Bruins. They're winning 4-2 okay. if they go up against the Bruins. Uh, okay. If like some whack, because who knows, bro? Like hockey is so wide open. Like it could be. Now, here's the thing. If Tampa is going to go up against like. um. Honestly, I don't. The Leafs would be tough. This Tampa team doesn't look. It would be. This Tampa team doesn't look like how it's looked historically. But I also just kind of, I just believe in it. I, I just kind of believe that they still got a little bit of magic left. That John Cooper's still going to like pull it out. I feel like Kucherov mm. is having one of those years, and I think he's going to continue to have one of those years. I mean, I think he's going to have one of those playoff runs. Um, one that. I think Kucherov is having one of those years, but last night or two nights ago, he had one of those games where you you mm-hmm. look at it and it's mm-hmm. emblematic of of the issue of the of the of the lightning. Excuse me, because one day, I mean, dude, they were on like a nine game winning streak or a nine game home homestand, like and they mm-hmm. won all like they were on fire, but then out of nowhere, they just start looking like a completely different team. I, I don't know if it's listen, man. I know you're high on 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 Coach Cooper. I don't know where I'm at with him anymore. His some of his lines are. Bad, bro, and, and it seems like if they didn't have Vaz, I don't. This <laughs> this team would be down there with the Kraken, and and honestly, I don't know what the record is right now compared to the Kraken. It might it might be closer than I think. Um, look it up. Uh, yeah, I'd like to know that, but I think Vasilevsky, he's still in like 2018 form. I think he's still there. He's still that guy. Like, let's not forget he's coming off an injury. But like, if it's just him and Kucherov once in a while, bro, it's just not going to happen. I don't know. Hedman's a stepper. Hagel's a stepper. Apparently, Bra- apparently, Braden points doing pretty good too. Like yeah, I, I, didn't, Braden, I didn't realize he was doing Braden, as good Braden as he was. Is, he's 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 going off, bro. Bro, that's yeah. the thing. Like they got steppers, bro. It's just they had two shitters back to back. Like they'll go on a three game winning streak now. But like that's who they are, dude. It's their heart. It's their mentality. It's not there. Yeah, that's one thing. That one thing I will say about the Lightning that drives me nuts is that they don't have that thing like that Tom Brady, Michael Jordan thing where it's like I'm gonna make myself pissy and like aggressive. So I can win every game I can. They almost like need their backs up against the wall. That's why they have really shitty game ones, great game twos. They usually drop a game three mm-hmm. or something, and then they just like shut it down and then they win it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That they almost need that pressure to get them to elevate like their their play, their aggressiveness, like everything. Like when they're on, they still look incredible. They still look like Tampa Bay and, and they can they're streaky. Um, but you know, I mean, that's why in my tears, they're contenders. I mean, they're, they're like, you yeah. know, they're, they're, they're playoff, they're a playoff team, they're a playoff contender. I don't know if they're like kind of leaders in the pack or not. Like there's not really the sole leader right now, based off of like how things have looked recently would be the cats. Like they're exactly Panthers look like the team. I mean, like Dallas, like they they broke mm. the three legger for me because they couldn't cover one yep. and a half versus the Rangers and I'm like yo 
I, I know you're a division leader, but like I'm not I can't feel like Dallas is gonna be like that contender when they can't cover one and a half. So like that means that you can't get within distance to win the game or lose an OT, right? And I, I think that's mm-hmm. where the OT losses also help too, where it's like, yo, like you fought for that whole game to like tie it. And like, yeah, you end up losing an OT, but it's like, hey, that shit went to OT. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're not wrong. I don't have a lot of faith in Dallas either. I don't have a lot of faith in the Hurricanes. I think the Golden Knights are starting to pick things up. I think the Oilers aren't going to do anything in the playoffs again. We'll see what happens, man. It's wide open to your point. Um, There's a lot of unknowns. It's exciting for sure. But like, if we're talking about who are we going to put our money on, I don't know. It's tough. Like at this point, Panthers are reliable. If you can't rely on the lightning against the Senators, then I don't know. I need to see them string like four wins in a row before I, I have any faith in them. I need to see like some some serious consistency against good teams. I, I'm not mad at that. Like I'm not mad at yeah. that. I just I I'm still drinking the Kool Aid. I'm still drinking the Lightning Kool Aid. I think I'm still I still believe in Coach. Um, mm-hmm. I still believe in those pieces they got. I believe in Vass. Like you mm-hmm. know. Um, now unless if Vass is hurt. And if that's mm. the reason why he got shelled these two games, because he like retweaked something. Um, he was just coming off of back surgery, right? Like, yeah. So yeah, he came back early. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like goalies a very tough position on your back. You know what I mean? And it's possible that predators are up four one. I'm fucking dead. Um, Jesus Christ. I know. It's fucking disgusting. I'm I'm done betting on Vegas, bro. I never went on them. But anyway, so like. I feel the same way about the Predators. Like, (laughs) they're on the blacklist. Like, I'm not taking them. I'm not going against them either. (laughs) This was just a cursed game, honestly. It was was two two cursed betting teams for me. Um, But it's all right. I'll just. It's okay. I don't know. I'll be all right. But anywho, so. Yeah. If he's hurt again, then that's a little bit different than like. At that point, I don't know. Then the Lightning are the Kraken. Also, uh, Kraken are fifth in their division. Lightning are fourth in their division. Um, Kraken with 21 losses. Tampa with 22. Um, Tampa, Tampa has Tampa has 30 games in the win column. And um, Kraken have 23. I'm putting like 50% of those wins as a credit to Vasilevsky as well. So like this team is really ride or die with Vaz. Like when you watch dude, he's still doing like these superhuman. Just, he, he's just remarkable, man. Definitely one yeah. of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I'm not mad at that. I think though we, we were talking about MVP and everything. Obviously Kucherov is, is my MVP, um, for NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Who's, who's your MVP? So I'm looking at the lines right now. This is FanDuel, so I might differ by the book that you're on, but FanDuel seems to be pretty, like, you know, normal with what they have. They got McKinnon as the leader at plus 160, Kucherov in second place at plus 270, McDavid plus 340, Austin Matthews 440, and then after that, it's it just drops off a cliff. So it's really the McKinnon, Kuch, McDavid, or Matthews. Um, at this point in time... I would go with McKinnon. I think, you know, not to keep harping on this la- on this game from Kucherov, but like 
if we're talking about the Hart Trophy and the MVP, you can't have those kind of games. And I know McKinnon isn't, you know, putting up hat tricks every night as well. And like Matthews has been putting up hat tricks, it seems like every night. Um, but I'm going to go with McKinnon, man. I think he's leading that team right now. Like they, they need a leader with Landis Cog out and like down and out at this point. Um, McKinnon's been the guy to step up. I think with the lightning, Kucherov is, I mean, listen, dude, last week we said he's having like the best year in the league. And I, and don't get me wrong, one good week and it can go back to that. It's really head and head, neck and neck, but I'm going to go with McKinnon right now for my MVP. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think you know where I stand. I think, um, to your point though, I think it is neck and neck, like looking at it, um, Yo, McKinnon's having a great year. Like, make no mistake about it. Like, um, and I think I said this last episode as well. And it's like, I'm not saying that Kucherov is going to win the MVP and everybody else is a bum. I just think that, like, he's putting together something special. I just think, I think it's a special year, especially a year where, like, the Lightning didn't start with Vass and Kuch at that point was the reason the team, the team was winning. Um, you know, point point wasn't hot early in the the season. Um, Hagel's kind of been doing his thing all season. He's been pretty consistent. Nick Paul on that line too is deadly. So like, shots out to them to them boys. But um, yeah, Cooch Cooch was was carrying the team for a little bit. Um, and Vasilevsky didn't come back till what like December. Yeah, so. December. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I think I think that matters a little bit. But you also have that same thing that you mentioned because like Landeskog is is out. He's still out. He's out this whole year, right? He's not coming back till next. So it really is like McKinnon because like I don't know, like Makar is great too. Like he's kind of the the second the second piece now. It's so crazy that that Avs team like when Landeskog if he comes back and he's like him, like mm-hmm. how he, he was. That team is crazy because yeah, that, that's nuts. Like you have McKinnon, Landeskog, and Makar all on the same team. Like you're, you're and McKinnon's gotten like, better. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, a weird twist where like Landeskog being out and McKinnon having to step in, and it wasn't like he was not playing a big role when he was there. But I think an even bigger role. I think you're. I would agree with you. Like he's gotten better. Um. Honestly, on some better shit, I probably would hit hit both. Like I think I would I would probably go I probably do like 10 to 12 units and I probably would I probably would put like hmm Maybe like thirty percent, so like one third on Cooch and then two thirds on McKinnon because I mm-hmm. think McKinnon has a, a really good story, especially when like he's kind of been that guy for a while, but he hasn't won a Hart Trophy. Like you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. it's it's just been elusive, right? Like Matthews has had like an incredible scoring year and he gets it. McDavid has like a crazy year in points where it's like you know he looks like Gretzky. Then he gets it right. Like it's just like he he's being etched out. Um, I still think that Cooch can get it if he goes off the rest of the season. But I do think that McKinnon has a better story, and I think that matters for people who vote on these type of yeah. awards who are often like media members. Um, also, um, it doesn't look good that Cooch mailed it in for the All Star weekend. 
it's kind of like <laughs> I like it, yeah. but I'm like I'm me. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I. I just hopped on the mic last time and was talking about The Rock being back because he was insulting the crowd <laughs> and saying people had herpes, right? So, like, <laughs> obviously I'm low taste, but, like, I dig that shit. I'm like, yo, he don't give a fuck. Like, he's like, this shit ain't going to get me no no ring. But McKinnon was was trying All-Star Weekend. Like, I tuned in and everything. You know, he was doing his thing. He, he was, like, putting on a good show. And I think that matters. Like, you kind of want guys who win your most valuable player awards to also kind of be like faces of your league a little bit. And Cooch you don't got took, that. You don't got that. Took vibe. the words right out of my mouth, man. Faces of the league. I think McKinnon is the good guy. Kucherov is the villain. I'm going to be hard pressed to see the media taking Kucherov's side on this one, unless like <laughs> something he goes really nuclear. Like, but I don't. I think McKinnon's got it in the bag right now. I mean, hey, that's why, like, out of out of those units, I really think I'm gonna do that. Like, but you know, I put two thirds on on McKinnon. I, I do think that that's like a better kind of story, and it does feel yeah. nice, like a, a really good narrative and like a way to kind of button up this season. Like, I think mm-hmm. McKinnon being the MVP of this season just kind of feels just feels nice. It feels good. It does. It does. Cooch, it feels right. Cooch being it would be sick for me because I'm like, man, this is just chaos. This is awesome. Like Kucherov has the hard trophy. Like, let's go. It would put, be him chaos. <laughs> <laughs> put him on the cover of NHL 25 Dude, right now. Like <laughs> people would be so pissed off. <laughs> you can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Oh, Kucherov won the horn trophy. Oh, he doesn't care about the All-Star weekend. Oh, shut up, you fucking nerds. <laughs> Shit. Well, I guess like, hey, like kind of pivoting. You see what I did there, right? Pivot. Um, mm-hmm. You want to talk NBA MVP? Yeah. I don't know if that one's as like wide open as NHL. That's kind of why I wanted to start with that. Like, you know, and, you know, we we... We've been talking basketball a lot, you know what I mean? So, well, dude, I feel like NBA. There's a lot more value in picking an underdog for this award. So, Jokic is leading, minus one twenty five, mm-hmm. SGA plus two ten. Ooh! After that, it's Luca at plus eight fifty, and that's where I kind of take a step back. And if I'm like trying to be like a, a dog hunter and mm-hmm. looking for some great value. Dude, how is Luca plus eight fifty? Like, I I need an explanation for that. I and, and just to keep going, Giannis is plus nine hundred, which I'm like, whatever. Like, I I'm not I'm not gonna vote for Giannis for MVP, but I could see Jokic winning. But I'm shocked that Luca is plus eight fifty. I might I might look further into that. Okay. What do you think? I mean, I what, I, what am I missing that's making Luca plus eight fifty and not like? minus or like plus 300 i think some of the things that we just talked about with kucherov you can apply to luca um luca also didn't give a fuck about the all-star weekend Dude, he was like yo I'm kicking, it. I'm, I'm kicking it with my boy like it's you know yeah. what I mean? me, me and nicole are, are kicking it we never get to kick it like this like during mm-hmm. season like you know what i mean and he's like you know off season they're probably both like home um so like, I think part of that is that, like, Luca, Luca being the MVP is kind of like Kucherov being the MVP. Like, it's like, oh, shit, we just got the six score kind of guy 
who Jeez, you might be right sometimes and like clap back at the media and like who doesn't give a fuck about our things oh like you know what i mean it's, it's that same kind of thing like luca didn't try in the all-star game and my tummy hurts like it's okay <laughs> like, like nobody <laughs> like nobody tried in the all-star game like the reason why dame went crazy was because nobody was trying like nobody was guarding him it was just like dame just, and carl anthony towns that was like the most important day of their life yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, Anthony Towns drops fifty. <laughs> like, give me a break, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, like, sick. okay, <laughs> all right. What, what, what an entertaining, uh, entertaining game. Like, oh, two hundred to one hundred and ninety-five. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, yeah. It's like, man, that was that's why that I feel like because here's the thing. There's hella goal scored in the NHL All Star Game too, but it looks sicker and it looks like more competitive still than like. NBA all-star games like that just well you know what I do want to touch on like because we actually did watch it um like the the Saturday night with like the 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 dunk contest and three-point contest wow okay uh Steph Curry versus versus that other person in three-point contest um dude it was like I thought that was a so three-point contest was cool that that was that was entertaining um I didn't watch any of Saturday I watched Friday though Watch, okay, like, see, I didn't watch Friday, but I watched Saturday. Watch the celebrity games. That was, was actually pretty tight. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Once again, you, another bad dunk contest. Another one where, like, you know what Jalen Brown's dunk was? And the judges are garbage, too, bro. We need to get rid of these boomer judges. Because, like, you can, put, you can put a Dominique Wilkins jersey on and do the most basic dunk. And he's like, oh, that's a 10. Like, come on, bro. Wow. Who's like, the, what are we doing who, here? Who, who, are the, who were the judges? Ah, a bunch of boomers, bro. I don't remember. But like <laughs> <laughs> bro, Plumber bro, Dan. Dude, Jalen Brown. You know how like everybody's like he can't he can't dribble with his left hand or whatever? Mm-hmm. One of his dunks like, oh, I'm dunking with my left hand. Okay. I'm like, all right, and the and the judges loved it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It was it was crazy, bro. It was bad. I mean, some people showed up. Um but overall, dude, it was it was bad. That one guy dunked over Shaq, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, pretty cool. He jumped yeah, that, over uh, him. the G League guy, the Mac, yeah. Mac, Mac uh, whatever. Yep, yep. Okay. Mac something. I don't know his last name because he's a yeah. G League guy, and that's where the dunk contest is nowadays. There's no, there's no stars, and I sound like a boomer saying this too. Like I feel like complaining about the dunk contest is some boomer shit. You know, <laughs> it's like oh Vince Carter's, and there's no Vince Carter's, no stars anymore. But like honestly, bro, like. Isn't. Yeah, bro. Honestly, like real talk, like I am that I'm that new school boomer where I'm like, mm-hmm. and you know, the thing is, too, I'm that boomer that like blames LeBron, too, because I'm like, like LeBron, like Kobe did one, MJ did one, Dominique did one, like mm-hmm. used to be the hitters. Then LeBron was like, nah, I don't want to do a dunk contest. And I don't I like I don't really know why. I think it's probably like an injury thing or like if he lost. You don't think it was an image thing where it's like if he comes he out and he, he can't. There's image like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LeBron's I, like the most image conscious star yeah. Oh, yeah. of our generation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's a PR move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and hey, you can you can. Some of that's to his credit. Like, there's no bad stories about LeBron. There's like, no, yeah, there's if not. you like search the like like the deep internet dirt sheets, you can find some stuff. And yeah, maybe but, there's smoke this fire. I don't know. But like, really, with when it comes to LeBron and the star that he is, 
he's done like a really, really good job of keeping himself out of trouble. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he has. Um, I, I don't know. I wish he would have did a dunk contest because, like, especially like Miami Heat, LeBron. Oh, the one that killed Jason Terry. Like, that's mm-hmm. my favorite version of LeBron is Miami Heat, LeBron. I wish he would have just stayed there. Like, that would have been clean. Like, he should be in Miami right now. It should be like him, Jimmy Butler, bam. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be, um, uh, you LeBron know, was the best in Miami. If you, I mean, the, the second Cleveland, Cleveland run, he was mm. still sick and he got that, that Warriors championship, the 3 1 one. But he, by, by that time, he started kind of becoming like too too big for me like just a little too polished and too pr and too just too lebron he was just too much miami was that was like, the yeah, peak of it i thought yeah but that 3-1 comeback was incredible like that yeah, that, was, that was sick <laughs> that, that was a legacy moment for for braun for sure bro that's like an nba legacy moment like that's that's crazy Dude. i can't wait for Kyrie. Kyrie hitting that shot over steph the three-pointer yeah. like yeah that was crazy. LeBron's bro- uh, block was crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amon Schompert was on that team. <laughs> that was a crazy Dude, team. Yeah, that, that roster was a lot, lot to be. Yeah. J.R. Smith. Wow. Crazy team. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, LeBron on, on the heat now, like, I know there's there's talks about where he's going to be after, like, this year. And, like, there was that rumor that, that the Warriors tried to trade for him this year a couple weeks, like, a week ago. The Sixers mm-hmm. tried to trade for him. Um mm-hmm. Would you want him like, well, So they wanted Embiid for him, like straight up. They're like, that's that's how the conversation started, and that's how it ended. So I don't nah. know, like, and you know, with LeBron, what's his window at this point, too? Like, if he come, if he came to the Sixers, and we kept Embiid and Maxi somehow, but there's no way that would happen, right? There's no way the Lakers would agree to that. Uh, no, nah, we'd have I to get rid that. of Embiid, and then like our window goes from like, I mean. It, Let's talk about Embiid's window. Who knows what that is? Maybe, maybe it's just two more years. I mean, gosh, one more, one more injury, and and that might be, you know, it for for Embiid as far as like the Embiid that we see nowadays. Um, but LeBron, dude, he's like, yeah, he's getting old. Yeah, he still performs at a high level, but I don't know, man. Do you really want to like mortgage your future for a forty-year-old player? I don't know, man. I don't think it's worth it. I think like LeBron. I mean, and he kind of said as much at like All Star. Um, it's like mm-hmm. he 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 doesn't have a hella time left. Like, you know, like he he still can play and still can play at a high level, but I think he's not he's not gonna wait till he's like washed to like stop playing ball. Like he's not gonna wait till that point where it's like he's scoring I don't even know if LeBron can ever be washed. I think like washed for LeBron would be like Averaging seventeen, three and four. <laughs> I don't know. Like, which is I feel like, like an injury would come first, and then, then you know, like I think he yeah. wants to avoid like a big injury. Like Kobe had it with the Achilles. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I feel like LeBron. He should probably just like dip out in like two, maybe three years. I don't know. Three is kind of. But do you think it. like like if you're like do you think LeBron is still chasing a, another title? I don't think so. I think LeBron you don't is think like so? nah. So, so what's he playing for at this point? I think he wants to play with his son, and I think Ronnie? he, yeah, the guy that's like getting six points a game. Yep. On mm-hmm. USC. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> I just um, thought like before learning about Bronny and like, I, I thought he was like some kind of like blue chip top number one guy, but it turns out it's not like that at all. Well, he, I think he was better in high school than he has been in college. He had that medical issue with like his heart. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how that's affecting him. Um, but I think that LeBron still wants to play with him, even if it's like he gets drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and he's coming off the bench, then like LeBron's going to start and there'll be a rotation with LeBron and Bronny. And I think, Dude, are he, we saying he's even NBA caliber? Uh, not right now, but that's why I say LeBron has two or three years because I think like he could be like one of those late bloomers. I mean, like, um, the other ball who's who is the Hornet, um, what's his name? Not Lonzo, but um, LaMelo. Lamelo? Yeah, yeah, like LaMelo, he was playing in Europe and shit, but like at first people were like, ah, he ain't really like a top kind of pick. And then by the time it was his time, like he was like a top pick, like he. He got taller, he got longer, he got his skills like a little bit more down. And, you know, he went like, I don't know, like two, three, some shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, Bronny could get his shit up like in the next year and go shit. Eight, nine, ten. Wow, that would be one of the best come ups that I think we'd have ever seen in basketball (laughs) history if he can pull that off. I think. uh, why, Why not? Like, I don't know. Crazier shit has happened. Like, I mean. Pretty sure, like Dante Exum was like a third or third pick overall or some shit. Like you know, like picks get fucked. Markel Fultz went <laughs> number one. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like like crazier shit has happened. Like and I, I didn't know shit about Mark. I didn't know shit about Jason Tatum either. He went two. Like I'm like yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like there's so many guys. Like at least me. Like I'm like I, I, well, how would you call that? Like how how would you call that? How would you call SGA being SGA? Like, how would you yeah, call it? But I'm sure SGA had a much more illustrious college career than, than Bronny. <laughs> I could be wrong. Hey, listen, man, no, I, I am no. speaking from kind of like a place of ignorance here. Like, I don't know much about Bronny aside from like, you know, the highlights of his like 10 minutes a game that he plays and like, you know, his, his like eight points. But, and I don't know about SGA's college career, but I don't know, man. I mean, LeBron's getting older and Bronny's got a lot of work ahead of him. Yeah. It'd be a, an amazing story. I'm sure LeBron could pull some strings like, like Giannis does with his with his brother but i don't know man yeah i I don't know lebron's time is coming i guess like when we think about like who's next um i don't know i feel like it's kind of open like who is gonna be Wimbenyana? i i don't know like i feel like when lebron retires like it's gonna be a big loss but i don't think it's gonna be a catastrophic event that a lot of like um i guess i'll say bron fans um <laughs> that they think that it'll be where like the league falls apart and then they lose all the star power. I, th- I think Jokic is there to pick up the mantle. I think Luca is there too. I think that there's a lot of young up and coming guys and yeah, I mean I'm sure they're they're not household names right now, but they can develop into it. I mean LeBron's been playing for 20 years and he came out with the most hype of any star in in probably athletic history, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say yeah. so. Um, I don't know, bro. I kind of feel like, and I, I, I've said this in, I don't know, maybe like a, a chat or something that like we're in, but like, I think that the NBA is going to move towards like the NFL model where there's not like a, a face of the league. There's like faces of the league. Like Pat Mahomes is like the best quarterback and has like the most commercials, but 
like when the NFL commercials are going on, like you see Justin Jefferson, you see Chase, you see Burrow, Travis Kelsey, you you see Allen, like Jason Kelsey now too. Yeah, yeah, low key. J- yeah, Jason Kelsey now too. You see CMC, he's he's in there. They throw him in the, in the little vignettes. Like mm-hmm. you used to see Derrick Henry. Like you know what I mean. So they always have like, yeah, this is our best quarterback, and like this is the guy who's making the most money. But at the same time, there's so many faces of the league, and there might even be a face of the league on your team. So that's why you want to watch our product. And I think that the NBA is gearing towards that because the problem with having like. um a single face of the league is that now you have a greater opportunity to divide your audience, right? So like LeBron is the face of your league. I don't like LeBron. So I don't like your league. Like, you know what I mean? I don't like the way LeBron does business. I don't like the way he he, uh, promotes himself. I don't really like your league. I actually hate the face of the league's team. I'm rooting against their team, right? To where if you have faces of the league now it becomes like hey yo i'm a vikings fan and they got jj up there like yeah i'm a Bengals fan and they got chase up there like that's hella clean like who they and then you got Steelers like yep did you see tj Watt? he was doing this shit right like so everybody is in cj for sure boom and they're like the nfl is quick too to be like hey guess what you're a potential face boom we're throwing you up in there like cj perfect example very true Um, they did it with Baker early and now they're flirting with doing with Baker now. Like they're like, Hey, come on, come on back to the, to the face group. Right. Like, so Tua Tua is kind of there. Tua. Yep. Tyreek, Tyreek. You you were making a great point. NFL is very diverse in their Mm -hmm. star power. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not centralized and just like Tom Brady or Ivan Brady, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, NBA, I feel like it's typically like, Okay, we got LeBron. Um, before that, it was it was you know LeBron and Kobe, mm-hmm. Steph Curry as well. Yeah, um, Steph Curry. Yeah. But you're right. Like other than that, like no, they they put NBA all their shits in yes, one one face. That's like that's the NBA model. Like, but I think that once LeBron retires, that's going to switch over to it to the NFL model, and they'll and it'll be more of like. We got SGA, we got Ant, we got Luka, we got Jokic, we got Sabonis, we got Fox. Um, we just mm. got hitters over here in this league. Like we got all different types. Of, we got Tatum, Trey, Jason Tatum, we got, right? Yep, we got Tatum, we got Brunson, we got Embiid, we got Maxi. Like they're just there's all, so many skilled and talented guys in the league right now that I think they're I think the NBA and obviously I don't know this this is speculation but if I'm Adam Silver I'm like man I cannot wait for LeBron and Steph and KD to be gone because then we're wow. going to we're really going to start making some money no longer are we going to put all of our eggs into a one guy and divide our market because we're only pushing one guy we're going to wow. push everybody's stars on every team we're going to push Halliburton we're going to push everybody we can no matter what we're gonna push paolo like we're, we're gonna push everybody we can who is super elite and talented in this league and our audience is just gonna buy in like that's the money that's the money the money yeah. model that's why NFL it would be cool. smart it would be smart i mean listen man losing losing lebron and, and steph i think those are gonna be big hits like especially internationally i think we have to remember that piece of it too we're like international i feel like star power is so much more important than in america because um, yeah, that transcends it, language, transcends the barriers. Yeah, but check this out, though. There's international stars. SGA is Canada. Jokic, I don't know. 
what his ethnicity is. But I know okay, when, like, when we when we say SGA, I feel like NBA's primary market share would be like Asia, right? Like I don't know how big SGA is in Asia right now. I don't know either. I mean, but <laughs> you know, I, I don't like, know. I know. Kobe was a god over there. Well, here's the thing, though. I think I don't know. Maybe maybe Wimby will be big in Asia, like. Maybe we didn't maybe, even talk about him. You're right. Maybe, maybe Chet will be big in Asia. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe Scoot Henderson might do some crazy mm-hmm. shit in three years, and that's who they ride by. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the league itself is becoming more international. Like, NBA needs to steal a little bit from hockey, and it needs to steal a lot from the NFL. It needs to steal the stars and business model and evolution from the NFL, but it needs to steal the international presence of NHL. Like NBA needs to start having pretty soon. It's going to get to a point where it's like, you got to have two national anthems. <laughs> mm. you got two different countries of teams, right? Wow. Like, that's what the NBA should do. They have like an international reach, especially with Embiid too. Um, yeah. And guys like Paolo, who like two separate countries in the Olympics were like vying for these guys. Right. So yeah. um, I think that matters. So like, yeah, I just think that even without like that one big star who's like popping in like a large market like Asia, I think you can still get it with a committee of guys and kind of keep all your fans equally invested. And And it's also a tremendous benefit for the NBA that all these guys are young. Like these are like, dude, we didn't, we didn't even say Giannis's name. There's so many wow. people. We forgot about Giannis. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Like it, Crazy. Th- I think, I think I, I, you, you made a really good point, man. Like out of bio. Boom. That's another one. Young guy. Yeah. Yeah. Young guy has a lot, a lot, lot of popularity and he can get better too. Like he's still not done developing. Like there's, it, there's a shift in the NBA, you mm-hmm. know, where like in terms of like the passing of the torch, and also more international presence that are, you know, dominating the game. Like Jokic is like best player in the league, hands down, probably going to win MVP. We'll see. Um, yeah. But I mean, dude, like that, that guy, like I, I know, like when, when you look at like um, I've seen it with like we have satellite where it shows like news from like other countries and they only show from the NBA, the Nuggets highlights and Jokic. Wow. They don't show anybody else. They show just the, the Nuggets and whoever they face, and that's it. So there's a lot to be said about that. Like, Jokic is already, like, a worldwide – I don't know if he's a household name. He's People probably just know him as, like, oh, that really good European guy. But, like, he's mm-hmm. definitely somebody where, like, he's going to take the torch from LeBron. And um, is he as marketable? I don't know. That's up to, you know, marketers to kind of figure that part out. But when you talk about, like, the potential, he's there. I think here's and this is something that like I'll attribute to KD actually and Paul George. Um, I don't think these young younger guys, and I'm also going to include Jokic in there too. Like he's not like a old old player, but I think they don't care about being a face of the league. They want to kind of ball out, do what they want to do, what they like to do, interact how they would like to interact, and then go home. Which, like, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, um, I definitely think that, like, LeBron and Kobe, even Steph, I would say, to a certain point, like, they want to be faces of the league. Like, they representing 
the league like mean something to them right um and i'm not knocking them for it i'm not saying that they're wrong for it but like i feel like guys like like pg guys like kd like they they've always wanted to kind of like ball do what they want to do get their money be with their families or whatever they like feel like doing and then letting that just be that where it's like yo like i'm a i'm a sick basketball player like james harden also too I'm a sick basketball player. Like, put me in the commercials you need to put me in and do what you need to do. But it's like, I'm not representing the league. Like, I'm having fun. Like, I'm hitting the club. Well, like, I'm doing my thing. And I think a lot of players now have more of that mindset than, like, the LeBron, MJ, Kobe mindset of, like, no, I want to, like, represent the league. Does that make sense, I guess? It does, but I think there's also another piece to it where the, the league chooses who's worthy to represent them. Wow. And I think yeah. when it comes to, like, Kobe, LeBron, um, Jordan and Steph, like these guys have thick skins, right? Like when you think about like them compared to Kevin Durant, dude, like if you're the, if you're, if you're the NBA, you're not going to commission Kevin Durant to be the face of your league when he's freaking out on that every, every <laughs> negative criticism on Twitter, right? Like you don't see LeBron really do that. He does sometimes on like big global macro events, but yeah. not like to the random Twitter guy. That's just like, Ooh, you suck. And then like LeBron's not like freaking out about that. These guys know how to like have like a really good groomed public image. Jordan, you know, I, I think when you look, you know, when you do a look back on Jordan, he wasn't clean, you know, let's be honest about that. But there wasn't social media to expose every little thing that he did. Not very good. LeBron point. with social media has somehow stayed out of everything. I don't know how he did that, but it's incredible. Kobe had his situations, yeah. but. Yeah. But, you know, even with that, like, he was able to overcome it. And then, like, you know, thanks to, like, marketing and and great (laughs) PR and a lot of things. He got a new uh, rings. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And just a lot of money. I mean, the more money you make for the NBA, I think the NBA is going to take care of you. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But also, I agree with your, your MVP thoughts. Like, I don't know. I do think that there's value in Luka. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was fifty. This guy's dropping like sixty a game. Yeah, it's like, kind of like he could go berserk, and I don't see how you don't give it. Because I feel like the 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 media is already kind of tired of voting for Jokic anyway. Like mm-hmm. they kind of did it with Embiid. I like I've always felt like the year before, so like two years ago, was the real Embiid MVP year. Mm-hmm. But. Because Jokic was still putting up numbers and Jamal Murray was hurt, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what made them give it to to Jokic. But I felt like Embiid actually deserved it. Now, last year, I feel like that was flipped. I feel like Jokic had a better year than Embiid did. But it was just kind of like Embiid's time and the voters like gave him the MVP, um, which is fine because it it kind of it shakes out exactly the same. Jokic still has two, Embiid still has one. I feel like they both deserve two and one. Like, and I also feel like if Embiid continued to play the way he was playing before he got hurt, he probably would have two, and it would be two and two. One hundred percent. Um. So I say all that to say that Jokic probably will win, but if somebody else steps up to the plate and gives the voters something else to kind of think about when it comes to the MVP, I can see them leaning that way just because they kind of have like just fatigue on Jokic. And um, honestly, if let's say the Celtics is the, they're the number one seed 
overall and Tatum has like a 60 pointer, a 50 pointer, a 40 pointer. Tatum might get it. He has crazy value right now. I think it's like 2900. It is 2900. I probably would I probably put a little bit on that. Like just like a unit. Maybe unit. You know it's 2900 and then after that it goes Kawhi for 7500, but Kawhi is, you know. I mean Kawhi, he might not play enough yeah. games to even like make it, you know. Yeah, um, he might not make make that impact, but let's not forget about SGA. Like that guy's the second, he's the second place in voting. Like there, I mean, yeah, there's value. There's I, that's why I think for NHL, there's not as much value. It's either McKinnon or Cooch. Um, but for NBA, it could be it could be anybody. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. I probably would. I probably sprinkle a, b- a bunch of guys and then put like a couple units on on. And dude, as I learned kind of the hard way with with these kind of bets when it comes to like season long award bets, um, mm-hmm. these things change real quick. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the NFL ones, like the entire year, Damar Hamlin was slated to win comeback player of the year. It wasn't even a question. Yep. If you said anything otherwise, you're basically like your fit, your NFL fandom gets revoked and they say you don't you don't know anything. It's going to be Damar Hamlin for sure. It's not even a question. And then it was fucking Joe Flacco. You're a hater. You're a conspiracy theorist. You think yeah, Demar Hamlin's not going to win comeback player of the year? Yeah. It's like, dude, he died on the field and came back. What do you mean he's not going to win? Well, Joe Flacco won. It's crazy. <laughs> you, you really, like, you can't predict this stuff, man. And then, like, Jalen Carter. He was he was favored to win, you know, rookie of the year. Although I, I would say he pissed down his leg and completely disappeared the second half of the year. Yeah, absolutely. So Will Anderson took it from him. Yeah. Um, but like this stuff changes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe not next week, but in two weeks, these odds shift a lot. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep tabs on these, and I think we should monitor these on like a relatively consistent basis to see what's going on. Yeah, why not? I, I'm definitely I'm taking a I'm taking a few of these right now. Mm-hmm. Tatum is intriguing to me. I just feel really? like yeah, I just feel like best player on the best team like mean something for the the people who vote for these like historically like best player best team wins unless something historic happens like you average triple doubles like russell Wils- uh westbrook mm-hmm. um or you like have a crazy scoring season like kd when he won it like you know by those standards like i know i know how you feel about kd but like you know he also did it very efficiently too in okc yep. Um, was a top seed that year too um or you do you pull a Steph like you know what I mean and and just have like a unbreakable kind of season and you get unanimously voted like you know what I mean so um because I don't think the Warriors were the number one over the the second time he won they were that's when they broke the the record like they were 73 and what is it eight or eight eight yeah yeah um but the year before that, I don't think so. I think they were like a three seed maybe or a two seed, but he was just unstoppable. Like, so I don't know. I think, and it, it I also think that it, like you mentioned, like these things can change quickly. If Luca only has 30 point games from here on out and Jason Tatum has a 65 or a 70, and then he has like a couple 40 point games and it's towards the end of the season and they're the best team and he's their best player. 2,900 might turn into minus 120. It could. 
It could, dude, and you're right. And I think it was 73 and nine. Now that I think about it, because it's 82 games, and I, okay. I'm pretty sure they had 73 wins, right? I think that mm-hmm. was the, the, the I big think that number. Was the yeah, thing. it was 73. Yeah, 73 and nine. And you're right, dude. Like, I'm. I, it's exciting. I'm curious who's going to win the MVP on both sides. Um, do you think like there's a little bit of Jokic fatigue, or or maybe on the other side where it's like they feel compelled to vote for Jokic because if you don't. You don't, you know what I mean? It's kind of a bad look to not vote him for MVP. I think that there's voters who value stories more. And I think there's voters who value statistics more and like analytics. And I think depending upon who has a vote and where they kind of lie in that dictates their voting. I think that there was more the story matters more for me voters last year and that's why Embiid got it but i think that there was a lot of analytics voters who were like jokic or yeah jokic should have a third one like i don't care that michael jordan didn't do it i don't care that lebron didn't do it i don't care that steph didn't do it um he deserves it based off of his numbers and his analytics and how he impacts the floor so I don't know if it's necessarily fatigue or also like kind of uh, pressure to like vote for him. I think it's just that voters are split now. Like I think, I think it's a little more even between like your kind of classic hard nosed hard nosed journalist who have votes, and they're like looking at the story. They're looking at like the opponents. They're looking at like injuries. They're looking at like this full big picture of how they're gonna vote. Um, and then there's also like analytics, analytics guys who are like, how clutch were they? Um, what's their plus minus? Like, you know what I mean? Like they're looking at every little detail and combing through the data. So that, that's kind of my take anyway. Like, I don't know if, if, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that has legs? I think you bring up such a good point that it's, we have to remember who the voters are for these awards. Mm-hmm. For NBA, I, I'm, admittedly, I'm not sure. But I can't tell you how disappointed I was when I found out for NFL, Emmanuel Acho or Lovsky, like these were the guys that that are voting for these awards. Like to me, like, you know, not even like hating on them individually, but these guys are, you know, they're on ESPN, they're on TV. They push a lot of narratives. Like when you look at Acho and um, Herbert, like. It seems like it's like a WWE storyline at this point where it's just like he's hating on Herbert and like just trying to get that over on people. Um, Acho has some, he, he, he digs in on some weird shit. I mean, the Purdy thing he did this year was weird. It was very weird. It was very weird. It was very bizarre. And it it just seemed like he's clout chasing. It was just very weird. Then his like, the Herbert hate is weird. Like, I'm like. Dude, Acho was like, if you see me throw up the Bang Bang Niner gang, I'm like, who are you? You're not a Niners fan. Oh, that was crazy. Like, I just, I don't. The Herbert hate is wild. I, I think he's friends with Joe, with, with Staley, though, right? So I think, I, I, I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, this stuff is so messy where it's like, I don't know where these guys, like, Acho is coming from. Is it personal? Know. Is it entertainment? Is it real? Does he actually believe this? I don't like know, if you met, if he, it, it, like, do you think when he's hanging out with his friends, he's just like, yeah, I actually like, I actually like Herbert, but this shit sells. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Part of me feels like, because here's the thing, like, it, it's not like me and you just have like squeaky clean takes. 
But like we don't make those takes our personality. I think that's like yes. what he does. Like he makes he gives those takes and I, it's probably because he's on TV, right? Like but it's like I don't really I think he legit thinks that like Herbert's not a winning quarterback. Like I think he legit is like, "Yo, I've been in locker rooms. I've seen quarterbacks. I know how like I he, I think he bases a lot of shit off of like his experience too. Like, you know, you know, he wasn't like a high-level pick guy, so he probably has like a different lens too. But I think he li- literally doesn't think he's that good. But I think he said that shit one time on TV and he got hella likes and hella views and so now he's like this mm-hmm. is part of my personality. This is part of my persona as a yeah. superstar. Um I, that that's but that's the problem I have with like the TV guys getting the votes. Like, I would much rather that you just give a bunch of well Here's the thing, though, too. If you give a bunch of beat writers the votes, like, everybody's going to vote for their guy, like, their regional guy, most likely. So who should have the votes? Like, Hall of Fame players, you think? Ooh, maybe get, yeah. Maybe get some Hoffers Somebody, some votes. Right? But here's the that thing, though. more sense. Do you think they would hate on the, no, they can't hate on the youngest. They're like, who's in the league right now? Like, I don't know. Um, That, that might be cool. Have some Hall of Famers. Um, I just feel like it shouldn't be the media guys, man. At least not. I don't know. Can you can you say not some of them and but but give it to, give it to others? I don't know. Like who's well, a legit media guy who should have a vote? Uh, you're not gonna like this, but I think Florio's a good media Jesus guy. To have a vote. I knew you were gonna say that, and I think he does have a vote, <laughs> bro. Good, like the thing about Florio though is that like he pisses everybody off. Like he pisses off teams, he pisses off coaches, he pisses. Yeah, off that doesn't coaches. mean he should, have, he should yeah. have a dude. Chris Sims is still saying Jalen Hurts is the most overrated player in the league. Like he said it again two days ago. It's like, dude, it's it's February. Like, what do you like? What are we doing here, man? Like, yeah, like man, what are you what are you trying to do now? I think the point I'm making though is that Florio, I think, is impartial. Like he's like he's not voting like to push like his agenda or his start. I'm like his Florio's brand is being old and crotchety and just being just shooting. Like Florio's brand is like just shooting on the NFL. Like if he doesn't who, who, like who's who's his team? I don't know Florio that well. Uh Vikings. He shits on the Vikings all the time, like like well, a Vikings yeah, fan shit. Of course, like, he's shitting on them. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying, though, bro. Like that's like legit. Like I like you want to talk to a guy like that about sports. I'm cool with him having a vote. I'm not cool with like Acho and Orlowski having a vote <laughs> because they're characters, bro. Like they're just like uh, they just- played in the league. So you got you got you can you can make that argument too. Or like like or Orlowski and, and these guys are characters, but they actually played in the league. That's true. That's true. Florio didn't play in the league. So it's like, I'm going to give Florio a vote over some guys who actually like took a tackle and delivered a tackle. <laughs> that's a good point. Right. That's a good point. I, damn. That's a very good point. You know what? Maybe this is why the voting is fucked up. Cause it's hella hard to pick people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I feel like, like, I feel like hall of famers would probably be the best bet. Cause these guys like just all hall of famers. Dude, I don't know. Everybody has an agenda. You know, I think Acho is it's like right in your face. You just know that like he has these certain takes and like mm-hmm. he's gonna live and die by them. Like, dude, like if I find out Ryan Clark has a fucking media vote, bro, like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna scream, dude. Cause then it's just like, okay, everybody on ESPN has a media vote. Like is Stephen A voting for NBA yeah, MVP? Yeah, 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 he is, yeah, he is. I think he has a vote. I think off, bro. I think uh I think Perkins has a vote. No. I think per- I'm gonna look it up. I think per- no. we need to find out who has votes because honestly, I'm gonna do a 180 and say don't take these bets. Like, don't bet on any MVP votes <laughs> unless you watch ESPN every day and you know who these guys are really pushing and you can read the subtext behind it. 
Like, don't use any logic to, to vote for like, oh, I think it, I think this guy will win. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he had a <coughs> he had a vote last year because he he tweeted about it. He said, "Yep, I said it. My MVP vote is going." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, God, I, didn't even, I didn't even click the link, bro, because I started dying. <laughs> like <laughs> he said, "Yep, I said it. My MVP vote is going to Giannis. Carry the hell on." Dot dot dot. That's what he put. Yeah, on. see, it's <laughs> turning into a bit. It's turning into a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Kendrick Perkins has a, a MVP vote. We're fucked, bro. I actually don't listen to what we said. We we're 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 don't don't do it. Like. <laughs> Don't do it. Like the, our advice is bad. We we're fucking up, bro. We gotta start watching ESPN. They got all Dude. the votes. Like, where's MVP votes, man? I'm gonna look this up because <laughs> now I'm a little like. <laughs> Where are the voters? Probably, um, what's his name? Windhorst. He's probably got a vote. Probably. Does Woj uh, have one? Woj? Oh, dude. Woj can't I got have some names. Vote. He's an insider. I got some names. All right, drop um, <laughs> Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Stephen A. Okay. I can see Stephen Rick A. Rick Buecher. <laughs> okay. Damn, Rick Buecher. It's like, yeah. Rick, let's go, boy. <laughs> Mike Wilbon, Jalen Rose, Bill okay. Simmons, Mike okay. Greenberg. Dude. <laughs> That's crazy, Mike. JJ Redick. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Chris That's Broussard crazy. has a media vote. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Doris Burke. Wow. Brian okay. Windhorst, you were right. Wow. I figured it. He's respected, though, bro. He's respected. I, I, like, I like Windhorst. Yeah. Win- That's Windhorst. hilarious. There's a lot of other names that people uh, don't recognize. Ramona Shelburne. Does Shel- Shelburne? Shelburne? Was she, she in there? Ramona? She on ESPN. Yeah, but I think she's like an insider kind of kind of person, though. I don't know. I don't see her on here. Okay, she don't got a vote. Um, the ESPN people are Windhorst, Doris Burke, okay, Zach Lowe, JJ Redick, Mike Greenberg, Zach Lowe, Mike Wilbon, Stephen A. and Kendrick. There's some good ones in there. There's some wild ones in there. Um. Damn, JJ Reddick getting the vote is crazy. That's crazy. Dude, he's moved up in this industry real well in this industry. He's a fucking pro <laughs> NBA player. <laughs> but in like broadcasting, like hey, he went from like bro, he you went, know, he drinking like wine us, or shooting the shit. Hey, bro. And he now he's on ESPN with Stephen A. Hey, honestly, JJ, put I us on, bro. What's up? <laughs> JJ what moved up, bro. I said, JJ, put yeah. us on. What's up, bro? He started off podcasting and now. He was just like a retired player with a podcast, and now he's on everything. He got a podcast is wild. It's like I'm gonna pour you a glass of wine, and you're gonna spill a hell of tea that you weren't planning on doing before you walked in here. He does it. He he comes through. He's kind of like he has the basketball Vlad kind of effect, where he's yes. like, "Hey, first off, I'm your buddy, so we can go ahead and just shoot the shit. Like like, don't even trip <laughs> off the microphone and everything. We're gonna edit this. We're not gonna edit this out, but we are gonna edit this video. Don't <laughs> <it's> okay. <laughs> And then next thing you know, guys is just like, yeah, bro, coach was tripping. <laughs> um, Loki, you know who? I hope that <laughs> I hope that uh, Jeff T. He needs a vote, bro. His podcast is fire. He be spilling crazy like NBA stories. I'll be dead. 
They're bro, so- if, we're, if we're giving like podcasters, I want Gilbert Arenas to get a vote, bro. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Yo, if you want pure chaos, Rashad McCants is a fucking nut on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy, dude. <laughs> Yo, Gilbert would be crazy. Hey, give Unc a vote. Can Unc get a vote? Yeah, give Unc a vote. Give for Unc sure. Vote. What's up? Give Unc a vote. Uh, who else do I want to have votes? Um, I kind of want somebody crazy to have a vote. I want Joe Budden to have a vote. <laughs> Like just somebody why like fuck it. Like just give a give a crazy give A B a vote. I want A B to have a vote. MVP. <laughs> I want A B to put that shit on MVP, like in the NBA. Like. That'd be wild. Shout out to A B for sure. <laughs> if you ever want to come on, man, just hit us up. We'll fucking yeah. get you on here ASAP. We'll fly you out. That's crazy. (laughs) Nah, AB, you just hop on your laptop, bro. We ain't gonna make you go nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, stay away from me, dude. (laughs) AB, you don't want our you don't want our moving energy to come off on you. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Hey, you gotta give AB a vote with the CTE. C-T-E-S-P-N, like, yo. Dude, that's a funny bit that he's doing where he's just, like, <laughs> tweeting people that are saying dumb shit and <laughs> saying they got C-T-E. <laughs> that's real funny. Yo, it's hilarious. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if you can write <laughs> some shit funnier than that. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny, bro? This whole Doc River stuff is starting, like, at first I was like, Doc's a bum. Now it's starting to be funny because he's like, <laughs> today he was like, I don't know why the Bucks hired me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like he went from throwing players under the bus now he's throwing ownership under the bus like he's like i don't even know why i'm here <laughs> i kind of like that dude <laughs> yo doc is crazy like it's nuts too because like you know he interviewed for the job like i i doubt that the bucks were just like hey doc do you want to coach the team dude, he like, was he was a consultant for the team for six months or six weeks six weeks and then like they fired the coach and hired him <laughs> <laughs> yo doc's fired for that he was like i'm about to get this guy fired and take his job then he got the job and was like i kind of hate this shit i wish i was still doing commentary <laughs> dude he got the job and he um won you know the mv or not mvp but the all-star coach award yeah. but you know i mean to his credit or or maybe to to the other guy's chagrin i don't even remember who the old coach was but he gave the um the all-star check to the old coach. He was like, hey, I didn't earn this. So you can have it. Oh, that's hard. Classic move by Doc, man. Yeah, no, shots out. I think, I think, he, I think he would uh, take the Kings to the next level, man. You guys should yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> His lineups would be wild. That's crazy, bro. If Doc Harrison came Barnes is playing 40 minutes yeah. a game. <laughs> He's running the one. Keon Ellis is back to the G League. <laughs> Keegan Murray on the bench. <laughs> oh, Keegan Murray's done. <laughs> yeah. Murray, we, 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 yeah, that's the end oh of Keegan God. Murray. Yeah, bro, that'd Kevin be Herter's jacking up 12 shots a game. <laughs> Doc is insane, bro. Like Doc is insane. Dude, I, I think he... he I think he's going to turn that team around, bro. I think they're going to figure it out. I think they will. I think the Doc hate is is like, I think the pendulum's swinging a little too far on Doc. I think he's going to come back around. He's going to make some noise, bro. He's building something special down there in Milwaukee. He's not building shit down there in Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's crazy, bro. He got hired and they immediately regressed like everything, bro. Well, like, dude, you know what he said? He was like, dude, they he was like, I didn't want this job until after All Star break because he was like, he's like, I had to jump in in like the hardest road trip of our of our season. He was like, I was putting, a, bro, he was putting in a lose lose situation, dude. <laughs> Doc is like, how do you want me to make a picture with these materials? Like, he's that guy. Like, he's just like. I can't write with these these style pencils. Like I need 0.5 mechanical <laughs> pencils, and there's nothing but traditional number two lead pencils in here. Like that's that's Doc. Like he got to chill, well, bro. Like, you know what? If I can pivot this to like a somewhat serious conversation, like okay. it it does kind of prove like not like an old boys club in coaching, but like how's yeah. Doc getting the job over like a young up and coming coach? Like I don't know, like what like. I'm more in tune with like the NFL coaching landscape. I don't know who's like the, um, you know, yeah, like like the Eric Bieniemy's who are getting snubbed every year for a head coaching job. Although you can arguably look at what he did this year and say he probably shouldn't be a head coach. But like, regardless, I don't know, man. Washington's like, offense wasn't that bad. Their defense was ass. I think that the entire team was just a train wreck, bro. Yeah, I mean, bad roster. I don't know. I had Terry McLaurin on fantasy, dude, and he was like a scary Terry. I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't scary. <laughs> he wasn't scary this year. <laughs> Not at all, dude. But like NBA, I feel like there's got to be coaches that are like up and coming and like, yeah, you know, sure, someone deserved a shot. That's true. I feel like the NFL gets a lot of heat for that, but they get a lot of heat for that because like their old bo- old boys club is like a lot of white guys. Um, to yeah. where the NBA's is kind of mixed up. Like you know what I mean? Like there's there's black guys in that club. I mean Ty Lu is he he went from team to team. Like you know what I mean? Our coach, Coach Brown. Like let's say his first coach, coach Brown. Team. Yeah. Like you know yeah, what I mean? But, he, but you know what, Coach Brown? I feel like he he took a back seat for a while, right? He was doing assistant coaching yeah. jobs and stuff, yep. and he worked his way back up. Defensive I can coach. respect that. I can appreciate that. But it's not like Thibodeau, where like he's just a head coach everywhere he goes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like the guy on the Suns, bro. The Suns coach, oh, man, yeah, Vogel, bro, right. that was an awful coaching hire. I, I'm like, yo, come on, Vogel got carried to a chip by LeBron, and now he gets to just get coach KD. Like, what? Right. Like, I, I, I can't it's believe crazy. Vogel's considered a good coach. It's crazy, bro. Like, he took fresh Paul George, like pre leg injury, and like when he was back. actually good. Yeah, you know? like he rode his talents back. Crazy Lance. Um, Mm-hmm. that Eastern Conference Finals with LeBron, and then he ate off of that legacy. Like, I don't get it. The Lakers. And then once he got to the Lakers, LeBron just, like, gave him a chip. And now he's eating off that legacy, and he's coaching the Suns. And the thing is, too, is, like, I bet you the Suns would probably be better if they had a better coach. 100%. That's the only, I think that's what they're missing. Like, Vogel is not a good coach. Like, I'm sorry. Like, people always be like, oh, but, you know, when he was with the Pacers and bit, 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 no, I mean, he's a championship coach. I'm like, you look, all championship coaches ain't made equal. Like, some coaches just no. ride, like, on the wave that the talent is making. And Vogel is that type of guy where he rides the wave that the talent is making. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just know. looking up where Monty Williams is right now. He's in Detroit. So that that that, that tells me everything I need to know about Monty. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Monty Williams, bro. How you beefing with the players? Monty Williams was beefing with the players. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. That's coach. You're the coach and you're beefing with the players. That's crazy. <laughs> NBA is so wild. 
Yeah, there's a lot of like Jeff Fisher type coaches in the NBA that just like stick around, you know. <laughs> Bro, that shit would never happen in the NFL. Can you imagine a player beefing with Belichick? You're cut. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what? You're going to beef with Shanahan? Yeah, well, I guess they, the, the Raiders turned on McDaniels, but that was kind of like justified. Well, well, I guess that that's different than what you said. You said that the coach beefing with the players. Yeah, you're yeah, that's different. Right. Like the players be players can beef with the coach, and the coach can be like, "Oh shit, my bad." I mean, the the Giants were beefing with Coughlin before they went on their run. They yeah. won the championship, right? Like so, players beef with coaches all the time. But the coaches beef. That's why like Urban Meyer was was wilding because it was like, bro, you <laughs> here, you beefing with yeah. the players? Like, come on, bro, you're the coach. You can't beef with the players if you're the coach. Hey, Brian, I feel like Brian Dayball and the Giants was beefing with quarterbacks all year too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it is weird, man. But these are also bad coaches, right? Like these yeah, are also bro. not successful. Uh, coaches. I don't know, bro. I want to. I want to give Dayball one more year, bro. He had really you're giving him another year. Yeah, bro. He had Devito and like Daniel like, Jones, Daniel Jones, and like I'm like, can we get him a good coach? Like, come on, like I mean, I mean, a good quarterback. Like, come on, like I think he's a, I think he's a good coach, but he was kind of beefing with his quarterbacks, but they was fucking up, bro. I don't know. See, it's, they were. I don't know. I feel like. What's wild? They had about- some bad play calling, bro. Like, there's some yeah. calls where I'm like, "Who called that?" <laughs> <laughs> Shit, brother. Niners had some plays like that too, man. <laughs> play calling's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Niners have yeah. no excuse to run the fucking ball to CMC. Run the fucking ball to CMC. I can't believe it, dude. I can't believe they didn't run the ball in the third quarter, bro. I think about that, that awesome ball loss, bro. Like at least like one time a day, and I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I heard. Um, so I'm hearing Ayuk is out now. Like, there's some Instagram shit. His brother's posting on Instagram. Like, ah, fuck bro, y'all, man. you didn't appreciate us. We're out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Debo said the same thing. That's just how guys negotiate nowadays. You think he's out? No, no, <laughs> no. He's not out. It is a new era of negotiation. It's like that that's weird, that's how you need shit. Step one of negotiations, wipe your Instagram of the team's name. Yeah. Step two of negotiations, have your family member family member be demonstrative towards the team. Step three, send out a cryptic text. Maybe one to three words max, followed by four dots so they know that you mean business. Step five, call your agent. Tell them to contact the team. Step six, negotiations actually start. So we're, we're just in, we're in step two. That's all. We're step in step two. two. Yeah. We're in step two. We'll get to step six and then we'll see what's really happening. If he is really gone or if we're going, we're going to make something happen. I think we're going to make something happen, but this is also just how guys negotiate nowadays. I think it's weird, it but is. it's just how they do it. Dude, I don't know. Like AJ Brown did the same thing where he like, wiped all the Eagle stuff off his Instagram like the week before the playoffs. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, he's that's not called, even playing. That's called step one. <laughs> yeah. So AJ Brown now what he wants to do is, is he wants to go up to the office and be like, "Hey, yo, man, coach, ass, um, I'm over here carrying the team, and he's fucking up the play call. Like, can you break me off a little bit more guaranteed money?" Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. The Eagles are in a are in a pickle. Oh, are they bro? Like, I think the Eagles are fine, bro. Like, just draft somebody to replace Kelsey. Draft somebody to replace Graham. I think I don't think Kelsey's confirmed retired yet. I think our defense is really the big issue. Where like we just don't like we we hired you know Vic, but like we have we don't have the players. Y'all need linebackers. So we got the same. Yeah, yeah, dude. 
think our D-backs suck. I think our safeties are garbage. Like, I don't know. I, I think Eagles have a lot of work to do. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I think I think they could turn around in a draft. Maybe like next uh, next episode, let's let's talk some NFL draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should like, not necessarily like players and shit. Because I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't Todd Mache or no no shit like that. Bro, I ain't over here like, like oh, Mel Kiper. This uh, yeah, I'm not Mel Kiper. Just like oh, this <laughs> this running back from Wisconsin. He's he's the he's the bee's knees, bro. I think he should probably go like high second round. But I think, but I could <laughs> I could look at a team and be like, hey yo. The Raiders' offense is dog shit. Uh, one, let's get a quarterback. Where are they drafting at? Oh, okay, like seven, eight, some shit. Yeah, what quarterback can they get? Oh, yeah, they can probably get Bo Nix. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could do some shit like that. Like, general shit. Like, yo, y'all need... Like, the Niners, we drafted second to last. Um, our offense, we don't really need anything. If we do do anything, like, get somebody to be on the right. Like, get, get, a, get a solid right guard, like a young stud. Um, maybe get a young stud corner, some shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, speaking of the Raiders, like, let me let me hit you with some quick hits before we sign off here. I was wow, like, go. just gonna throw you throw some some recent headlines at you. Let me okay. get a quick blurb on what you think about it. Uh, Jimmy G getting busted for PEDs. I don't understand how he's on PEDs and he plays ass all the time. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. Maybe for recovery. Like, I think that's like the NFL version of PEDs where it's like, hey, I'm going to use it to recover because I'm always hurt. But I don't know, bro. Just, I don't know. Do something else. I, I just, okay. Jimmy G, come on. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Antonio yeah. Brown tweeted a, a photo of Antonio Pierce, uh, the Raiders coach, and he was like raising his arms up and there was like a huge thong sticking out of his back. What do you, what do you think of that? Um, I don't think about that. I'm going to, I don't have any feelings on that. I'm no just comment like, on that. No okay. comment on that. I mean, maybe like, highlighted that one. I mean, like, here's the thing. Um, if Antonio Pierce wants to wear a thong, that's his business. Um, the Raiders are ass. So he needs to coach that team up. And if he's wearing a thong and he's coaching that team up, who cares? I, I don't Do you care see a correlation that. between the Raiders and, and what Antonio Pierce is, is wearing on the field? N- no, not at all. Especially not his underwear. I don't like okay. how we how we know that uh that other coaches don't rock that. How we know Belichick? You're right. One of those. You're right. How, yeah, how, how well, we maybe in, one of those. well, you're right. And and I only brought that up because AB did. So I just wanted to run that by you. Shouts out to AB, but I'm a, I'm gonna say that's a miss by AB. Yep. Oh yeah. man, that that that's all I had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, bro, I got one for you. Okay. What's more disrespectful? A slap shot at an empty netter or a bat flip in an away park? Ooh. Um <laughs> baseball has way more boomer rules. I well, I'm not gonna say yeah, that because apparently know. hockey does too. <laughs> hockey got some rules. Got some of those rules, bro. Some of those traditions. Dude, I love the slap shot at the empty, at the empty netter. I love that. And, and if you ask me, I part of me is like, I love that. And the response, I didn't love the response, but if they were just to drop gloves and fight, I'd be cool with that. 
I the cheap shot is why I didn't like. <laughs> nah, bro. Uh, it's like you're wilding out. You're not gonna fucking slap shot an empty netter, you fucking piece of shit. I'm coming at you. <laughs> that was the Senators too, right? I think so, bro. Think senators, so, they're yeah. always trying to fuck some shit up, bro. They're just like, like, dude. Senators are a team where if you don't have your shit together, they're gonna they're gonna fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> you got a couple Giroud do some shit to Barkov today, where I was like, bruh. <laughs> Bro, Jeru can still go. He's just on the Jeru ass team. Go, dude. He's yeah. on the ass team, bro. I'm like, Jeru, if you want to play for an ass team, come to the Sharks, bro. Help us out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. Uh, he's, he's from out there, though, so it's different. He's like, I don't even care, bro. I'm yeah, like, he wanted to be there, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I like the bat flip. I mean, I, I think it's more comparable to, like, you know, like kind of like dunking the ball when the when in basketball when like the clock's ticking and like no one's trying anymore like that pisses a lot of people off <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't piss me off like if i was a coach i don't know i feel like what's the big fucking deal but no nah, i'm mad <laughs> you're mad at that <laughs> I'm, mad, I'm like we already down 20 like like we're already down 20 the clock is running out to five and you're gonna windmill dunk like to end the game <laughs> Fuck you. Like, come on. That's crazy. No fuck. It is that. crazy. That's wild. I think but, that one that's more wild to me than a than a slapper and also a bat flip. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most I think the bat flip, flip will piss off the pitcher. I don't know if it pisses off the fans. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna piss the pitcher off big time. Like it's gonna like it's gonna really, really make a mad and get in your face, probably. But I don't know if like the fans will boo you for a bat flip. Yo, that or a ball is coming at your delt. Yeah, yeah, you're at like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss baseball. I cannot wait for it to come back. I cannot oh, wait. Man. That's so crazy. That's yeah, I can't wait either. Like baseball's baseball's fun. Um, Dude, the pitch I, clock saved baseball. Yeah, bro. I was not rocking with baseball for years, but the pitch clock and like the stealing of bases like increasing. Yeah, baseball's back. Dude, and I know like a lot of boomers, like you know, a lot of like diehard like baseball fans don't like the pitch clock, and they like, oh, I like that it's a six-hour game. You know, like <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, but that I'm pitch sorry. clock really, really brought a lot of fans into baseball, and that's what they wanted, so it worked. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's nice to, like, not have a baseball game take up your entire night to where you can actually watch yeah. two of them. Like, it's nice to be able to watch. It's nice to be able to watch baseball like how you can watch hockey. Like, yeah. I'm going to see three, four good games. Like, and the, Dude, but, the thing about baseball, I feel like it's on all day when the season's on. When the season's yeah. on, like, you can, like, turn it on at, like, like 1 a.m. and there's a game on. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the it's, East Coast. It's, it's pretty sick, dude. And, like, what's clean, too, is that, like, out here in the West, like it's on at like noon. <laughs> yeah. Or like 10 yeah. a.m. So it's like from a better standpoint, it's like, man, you can kind of get it like an early win and then kind of set up <laughs> the rest of your day off that. <laughs> like yep. it, it's pretty sick. Base baseball's it's cool. awesome. Baseball's cool for sure. That shit, bro. Hey, as always, appreciate it, man. Um, anybody yes, man. who's listening, watching, appreciate y'all too. Thanks. Um and uh yeah, bro. I guess I guess that's it, bro. Be easy, man. Thanks for staying up late. Of course. Thanks a lot, big man. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right, bro. Peace.